Hey ghoul friends, it's me, Adrian, or Aiden. Either way, you are still listening to Susto, the podcast of ooky, spooky, scary stories. Welcome back. How are you? I hope you're well, as am I. And if this is your first time, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Right away, the only updates that I have are March's Susto mail went out. That one was so much fun to make. If you haven't seen pictures of it yet, you can see them on the Susto social medias. That's at Susto Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you haven't seen them, they're, it's like a 3D paper card, but it's essentially it's six layers of cardstock each cut really intricately and it's this like potion kind of gothic style paper craft it's just really cool you should go see it online yeah and that was for the susto mail for the patrons and so yeah that was a lot of fun to make i don't think i have too many updates this time uh, same as always though if you haven't gotten your tickets yet to the true crime and paranormal podcast festival you can do so by visiting truecrimepodcastfestival.com and you can use code susto for 15 that's one five percent off of your attendee or vip attendee tickets. Again, that's happening August 25th through the 27th here in Austin, and I am, as always, excited to be doing that. Also, I've been streaming more regularly. I'm going to try and stream twice a week, so I've done Wednesday and Friday. This week might be a little bit different, the week that this episode came out, just because it's going to be a pretty hectic week for me. But again, if you follow the social media on Susto, you will see when I'm going live, I will post about it, or you can just follow me on Twitch, that's at Susto Podcast, of course, on Twitch, and turn on the notification bell so that every time I go live, you will know, you'll get a notification. And I'm just going to be cycling through some games that I like to play or that I've been wanting to play. So I've done Mario Kart. I started playing Kirby and the Forgotten Land because I am a Kirby fan. So I've had that game since Christmas. I'm finally playing through it live on stream for the first time. I also started playing this other game called Have a Nice Death. That one's a lot of fun. And there's, I know, a couple other games that I want to play. So we'll see. I'm just going to let the Twitch thing happen the way that it happens. I have like a really rough idea of what I want it to be, but I'm just going to go for it. This, like I said at the beginning of this year, I want this to be a year of motivation. The motivation to just do things and to just go for it and to not overthink it the way that I normally do and to just have it done. That's pretty much it. As always, if you have your own scary story that you want me to share on the show or on social media, you can send it to me via email to sustopodcast at gmail.com. You can send it in a DM on social media or you can leave it in a five-star review if you're able to do so wherever you are listening. And also, as always, those five-star reviews, those ratings, those follows, subscribes, whatever the buttons are, wherever you're listening, press all those buttons. Just engage with it on the platform because that is the easiest way to support Susto. And it means the underworld to me. All right, we're going to go ahead and jump into today's episode, which is about the Panteón de Belén. In the heart of Guadalajara, Mexico, lies a cemetery known as the Panteón de Belén. The infamous cemetery has been around for nearly 200 years and is known for its intricate architecture and grand mausoleums. However, the cemetery is also known for its eerie atmosphere and ghostly sightings. It was a humid night when a group of friends decided to explore the Panteón de Belén they heard rumors of supernatural activity, 
but having grown up hearing and loving stories of the paranormal, they wanted to experience it for themselves, a decision they'd soon come to regret. As they made their way into the cemetery, they were immediately struck by the grandeur of the place. The mausoleums were adorned with intricate carvings and statues, and the graves were well maintained. However, as they delved deeper into the cemetery, the atmosphere began to change. The air grew thick with an eerie silence, and the temperature dropped suddenly. The group felt as if they were being watched, and their hairs stood on end. Despite their fears, they continued their exploration, making their way towards the center of the cemetery. As they reached the center, they saw an unmarked mausoleum that was larger than the others. It was made of black marble and had a large wrought iron gate that was locked shut. The group was intrigued by the mausoleum and decided to investigate it further. They looked around for a key to the gate but couldn't find one. Suddenly, they heard a faint whispering coming from inside the mausoleum. They were frightened but curious and decided to investigate further. They leaned closer to the gate trying to hear what was being said. As they listened, the whispering grew louder and more distinct. The whispers were in Spanish and the group could barely make out what was being said. Suddenly, the whispering stopped and the group heard a loud banging sound inside the mausoleum. Terrified, they ran back towards the entrance of the cemetery. As they reached the entrance, they could see the gate was now locked shut even though they left it opened as they entered. They tried to climb the fence but it was too high and too dangerous. They were trapped inside the cemetery with no way out. As they huddled together, trying to figure out what to do next, they heard footsteps coming towards them. They were afraid and didn't know what to expect. Suddenly, a figure appeared in front of them. It was a woman dressed in black with long, dark hair that covered her face. She was carrying a small lantern and her eyes glowed with an otherworldly light. The group tried to run away, but the woman blocked their path. She spoke in a voice that was both soft and terrifying, telling them they were not welcome in the cemetery. She warned them to leave immediately or face the consequences. The group was paralyzed with fear and couldn't move. The woman continued to speak, telling them of the spirits that roamed the cemetery and how they would not tolerate intruders. The group realized they made a grave mistake by entering the cemetery without proper respect for the dead. The woman continued to speak, and as she did, the group began to feel a strange sensation. They felt as if they were being lifted off the ground, and the world around them began to spin. Suddenly, everything went black and silent. When they woke up, they found themselves outside the cemetery gates, minds hazy, lying on the ground. They didn't know what happened or how they had gotten out of the cemetery. They looked at each other in confusion and fear, not wanting to believe what happened to them. It was as if they had entered another realm and just returned. The group stumbled back to their homes, trying to make sense of what they experienced. They couldn't shake off the feeling of being watched and the sense that something otherworldly had taken place. From that night on, they avoided the Pateón de Belén, not wanting to tempt fate or its spirits again.
this is definitely one of those that is just like, it's a fun story. It's like a local legend. I don't think there's really much cultural significance, not cultural significance, but you know, it's not like a phenomenon, like other sorts of spirits. You know what I'm saying? Like the Yoronas of the world or like the, I know that I always go back to her, but she's like the perfect example of a tall tale. You know, Um, this is definitely something that's rooted in specific region and area and their culture around that place. I have a couple links here. And of course, all the direct links will be available in the sister Google Docs and Patreon. But this place has like a really, really long history. And so I'll just read a little bit about it from the Wikipedia entry. It says the Panteón de Belén, also Santa Paula Cemetery, is a historic cemetery located in Guadalajara, Mexico. So again, real place. The cemetery is a site of legends and night tours. It opened in 1848. That is so long ago and was formally closed for beer burials for burials in 1896 so it was only open really for roughly 50 years and it remains open to the public for both daytime and evening tours so it's again this is just like purely historical site because if it was closed for burials in 1896 no one i mean maybe descendants for sure but like you know no one that actually knew people who were buried there are still alive today because they would be nearly 200 years old. But it's interesting that it's still open to the public. It kind of gives me like New Orleans vibes, you know, where a lot of these cemeteries are now tourist attractions to people. And I I feel like on the fence about that. I understand the intrigue and the interest that people have for spaces like this. But also, I'm very wary about how respectful people are actually being when they go. You know, especially now with, I'm not excluding myself from this. I obviously participate in this, but you know, with how active people are on social media, like what are they capturing and what is the reason that they're capturing any kind of content, whether they're taking pictures or videos. You know, I just imagine someone doing like a TikTok dance in the middle of the cemetery. (laughs) And that would be horrible. I know that like, I wouldn't want someone dancing on my fucking grave. And if they did, I would haunt them. And maybe that's why this place is so active because these spirits are like, hello, I'm trying to rest and uh, you're just showing up acting a fool. I mean, you can only imagine, you know, people can sometimes be just truly rotten. And so I wouldn't put it past people to misbehave in a space like this, essentially. 1848, nearly 200 years ago, of course, there's going to be stories and legends around this spot, especially with, you know, like the susto frame of mind about what a haunting is. The fact that this place has been around for so long, it's inevitable that there's going to be activity there. There's too much history happening for there not to be. A little bit more about this, it says, until the construction of the Rotanda de los Jalisquienes Ilustres, the cemetery housed the memorial for major historic figures from Jalisco. Its original name was, again, Santa Paula Cemetery, and it was a project by Fray Antonio Alcalde. Guadalajara suffered a large number of epidemics, and the the conventional hospitals were unable to support the demand for medical attention. Guadalajara also faced a large famine in 1786. The old hospital was not large enough to treat the number of patients. On May 3rd, 1793, the hospital of Belén was inaugurated. So I guess that's where Belén comes in. After the independence war, Guadalajara faced a large number of famines and epidemic diseases. Like in 1833, cholera killed a large percentage of the population. So this goes on to say... 
The Panteón de Belén was divided in two areas, the common area and the section reserved for the wealthy, because of course, we can never escape class, <laughs> even in death, we cannot escape the bullshit that capitalism and class puts on us. So this continues, Santa Paula Cemetery received this name because the chapel in the middle of the high class part of the cemetery, high class part of the cemetery was dedicated to her, her being Saint Paula, I'm assuming, I'll look up who that is. Under the chapel, there's a mausoleum where the remains of the most important figures in the city's history were kept until 1957, when all the remains interred there were transferred to a new area known as the Rotanda de los Jalisquienes Ilustres. The common area has disappeared and was turned into the Tower of Medical Specialties for the hospital, now called the, quote, Old Civilian Hospital and owned by the University of Guadalajara. But the wealthy part was reopened and many legends were created to draw attention to it as some sort of museum of the macabre. Okay, so this is something that is potentially supporting like the local economy. It definitely does sound like something that I would like to visit. <laughs> but again, I would try and be as respectful as possible. Okay, so the last part of this wiki entry. It's a pretty short one, but it has a section on the legends of the cemetery. And uh, there's quite a few. These are some stories that I need to look into also. So there are legends of the vampire, the pirate, the lovers, the monk, the child afraid of the dark, the story of Jose Cuervo, the nun, and many more have surfaced and are part of the local folklore. Many ghost sightings have been recorded, but some think it is just some form of mass hysteria. Still, the Mexican cultural attraction to the dead draws dozens of people to the daytime and nighttime tours, especially on November 2nd. So then maybe the touristy thing is more about Dia de los Muertos and less about just like a random trip <laughs> to go see the cemetery, which we know that that holiday is all about, you know, celebration, respect for the dead. This continues, Phenom, a nonprofit organization dedicated to sharing facts of Mexican culture, focuses on the Panteón de Belén as part of quarterly tours of the city of Guadalajara. Many of the traditional tales of the graveyard can also be found as part of the itinerary of its seven-day-a-week tours. So yeah, again, definitely something that is meant to uh, support or boost the the local economy there. And I am all for that, you know, as long as it's being done by by the people from that area, you know, it's not some random like third party company that's just making money off of them. The next links that I have, this next one is from a website called danestrom.com and it's the entry Pateón de Belén, a historic cemetery in Guadalajara, Jalisco. This again, yeah, it says in the heart of the hustle of Guadalajara, Jalisco lies a 19th century cemetery which once housed the remains of some of Jalisco's major historical figures. Today it has been turned into a museum for tourists and history buffs. The tombs for the cemetery's famous dead people are now gone, relocated in 19 to the Rotanda de Jalisquienes Ilustres, located in downtown Guadalajara. But the cemetery's impressive architecture and history remains. So this place, it just seems like it's hitting so many fronts, you know, for all these niche interests for people. It's like paranormal, history, architecture, the macabre, you know, it's just, it's really interesting. It continues, it's generated many legends over the years, like we just uh, read in the wiki entry, and is a source of many supposed ghost sightings. One of the most popular events is the night tour, filled with ghost stories. The tours around the Day of the Dead are also a favorite attraction for local tapatios. Okay, now I do want to go. They sold me. <laughs> they sold me on it. I really want to go and check this out. That'd be so cool. Um, it says, an area that was used by the lower classes has since been turned into grounds for a neighboring hospital but the remaining part is now a museum open daily to tours. It's a fascinating place to spend an hour or two wandering around, inspecting the architecture, reading the headstones. 
it kind of makes me sad that the area for the quote lower class, you know, for the poorer people is just, I'm pretty sure that is the one that is not being highlighted or, you know, presented as like the, the museum or the tour part. They're probably just looking at, again, the quote wealthier area because I'm sure those those are the people that could afford these like really intricate mausoleums and headstones and statues and all that. So with many things, there's, there's some duality to it, right? Wow, these pictures are really nice. Okay, I'm definitely using the pictures from this website too. Another one that we have, and this one is definitely like a tourist kind of website. It's exploreguadalajara.com. This looks like it's an entry from someone who visited. They're talking about how they weren't brave enough to go on the night tour. And it looks like they have pictures of what I'm assuming is their visit. Uh, and they do also have some history about the Panteón as well. I'll read this here. It says that the source is Historia y Leandas del Panteón de Belén, the 2005 edition. It says the Panteón de Belén once served as the cemetery for the old civil hospital of Guadalajara during the years 1785 and 1786. Okay, so it was, so before it was the Panteón de Belén, it was a different cemetery. Interesting. During the years 1785 and 1786, the city and surrounding area went through hard times. Unemployment, hunger, and sickness enveloped the city and death rates were high due to plague. At the time, there were only two hospitals and they were soon overwhelmed with patients. Sadly, they were also quickly running out of room in the cemeteries due to the sheer number of deaths. This reminds me, sorry, this is really morbid, but it reminds me of the pandemic, you know, like the first like year or two of the pandemic when there was a lot of people dying. And I was hearing stories about how the funeral homes didn't have space for the bodies. And that freaked me out to to have lived through some it still blows my mind that we have lived and are living through something like this. I remember that my I just started twitching because <laughs> I'm thinking of that. But yeah, I remember that that there was no space in some of the funeral homes and people just didn't know what to do. Okay, dark sidebar. But anyway, this continues. The project was picked up and carried out by Bishop Diego Aranda. And it was later finished in 1844 by talented architect Manuel Gomez Ibarra. Little did he know that it would become such a famous cemetery in Guadalajara. Oh, he is also the same person who designed the Guadalajara cathedral towers it was previously divided okay we already know the two sections uh the first patio or patio was for the wealthy or the ones who could afford the fees the second patio was for the poor and sadly this one was demolished in 1967 because most of the graves were unrecognizable and so again now we know that that's like grounds for the the attached hospital or that they share the grounds with all right and the final link that i have here is of course from atlasobscura.com and the tagline for this one is this historic cemetery built for victims of the epidemics that soaped guadalajara is shrouded in macabre tales it's so wild to see the dates on these. Like, again, just pure history. This says, Panteón de Belén, or Santa Paula Cemetery, again, as we know, was built to meet the need for more burial spots for victims of the epidemics, primarily cholera. I remember watching a movie in high school for extra credit for my Spanish class. Let me know if you all have seen this movie. It was called Love in the Time of Cholera, and it was just a movie that was in Spanish, and that was part of the extra credit. It was like, you know, go consume media in Spanish. And it was a really good movie. I don't know if it was appropriate for 14, 15 year old to watch, but I liked it from what I remember. I should watch it again. This says, perhaps due to this tragic origin, again, as we've said before, where there is trauma, there is probably a haunting or where there is a buildup of energy. So it says, perhaps due to this tragic origin, the cemetery is shrouded in myths and tales of ghosts roaming the grounds. Local lore includes the legends of, again, the ones that we went through, pirate, lovers, monk, nun, vampire, oh, vampire tree. I'm definitely going to look into that one. Child afraid of the dark and more. 
people have claimed to see these deceased residents haunting the graveyard over the years. And there's just more of, of the stuff that we read before about the night tours, the history, the architecture, all that. Well, folks, thank you for tuning in again and for listening to this story. Again, this is one of those ones that didn't have a deeper meaning, I guess is what I was trying to say earlier, is there's not this big, you know, after school special kind of message about this story. It's just, it's just a good old haunting. Again, make sure that you follow Sustil on social media so that you can get any and all updates about the show and also so that you can get bonus content. Um, again, I'm doing these gaming live streams. And like I said earlier, I'm, I'm just cycling through different games. Something other than, you know, just spooky content because... As you all know, I enjoy making any kind of digital content. So I was like, what's something I can do that maybe isn't directly related, but it's still part of the Susto universe, if you will. <laughs> also, the Jennifer's Body live stream was so much fun. Uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned that in the last episode or if that was before it, but it was a lot of fun. If you might have seen that I was in costume, I dressed up. I, I'm not going to lie. I did my makeup in like 10 minutes because I was running out of time, but I, I kind of slayed. I looked kind of cute as Jennifer. And again, those movie nights are exclusive perks for patreon best school friends and speaking of this episode was brought to you by patrons thank you all for your support if you would like to become a patron you can visit patreon.com slash podcast and see if any of those tiers work for you but for now thank you so much to liza sadie rachel alejandra luther april mario joe eva d victoria josette sam mandy julianne karen Lori, Jeannie, monica desiree anna denise ashes neressa amanda rachel asukena javier rios anna and christine thank you all so much for your support as always you know it means so much to me i hope you all enjoyed your system all those that got it if you did post your pictures tag me in it i'd love to see it in your home someone mentioned in one of the streams that i did recently that they have like a wall of basically like susto art and that's so cool to me so uh, yeah i love to see that you all hold on to these things that i make for you or that i get for you um so if you do have them or if you're getting them take a picture and send it to me because i love seeing that as always if you would like to feature your story on Susto or on any of the social medias, you already know, send me an email, send me a DM, leave it in a review, and engage with those buttons wherever you are listening. That is the easiest way to support Susto, and it's free. So I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much, and don't play in the cemetery. Bye.